When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello. Hello. And welcome back to Only Stupid Answers, the best damn podcast you can put your moist little ears into. You're joined today by the main two boys who run the whole uh, circus here. <coughs> Sorry, I made a cough into your uh, you head. Killing it. You were killing it. Uh, DJ Waldridge, how you doing? I'm fine. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. You know what? It's a good day. It is a good day. And we just had a very fun trip that we want to talk about a little bit. We went to Emerald City Comic Con in Seattle, Washington. The magical land of Seattle, Washington. And the person talking over here. Thank you for Sam Basher. It's uh, Sam. Sam, how you doing? I don't do the introductions over here. Sam, how you doing? Oh, good. You know, he's being a little weirdo over there. Just let him be. Hey, do you remember we uh, sometimes, uh, we used to do these in front of a live studio audience. Don't yeah. Think, have you checked on them recently? No. What's like a, it's weird been like a year. They're still here. They're still here. But they're not. They're being suspiciously quiet. I can hear the chains rattling, and I think they're breathing. I just kind of dimmed the lights over. Maybe they're hibernating. <sighs> we should call somebody. Should. They just came with the building when so, we got the studio. I don't even know what to do about them. If you're just joining us, welcome to uh, the Best Damn... Did you already do the Best Damn mm. Okay, well, thank, welcome to it. This uh, is where we talk about movies, yes. TV shows, yes. comic books, yes. uh, any kind of pop culture-y thing. Specifically, though, big feets. Big foots. Big foots. That's, That's plural. <laughs> Sasquatches. Big, big feet. Uh, skunk apes. Yeah. So, uh, if you want to know more about this podcast, you can go to onlystupidanswers.com. That has all our social media. That has our YouTube videos. That has this episode that you're listening to. Has events. Right now. Has yeah. merch. We have merch. God we have dang merch. It. And if it, and it's over on Teespring, but there is a link on the Only Stupid Answers website that you can get right there. Mm-hmm. And our Patreon's got even more shows. We do more than one show, boys and girls. If you like any of the superhero shows, like the CW shows or Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., every Friday, 2 p.m., we go live and we talk about it on Super TV Showdown. We have a wonderful co-host, Roxy Strong. And yes. you can watch live, or you can just listen to an audio version of the podcast for five bucks or fifteen bucks. You can get the video and watch live. It's amazing. And speaking of patreon.com slash only stupid answers, uh, we would like to read your comments off of we like to post these episodes um there uh and as well. And you guys can comment on it there, and we like to read those comments. We have one here by a gentleman by the name of Ryan Finstad. I love Sam's idea. This was this was towards uh the episode where we were kind of talking about like alternate DC if, views. How, if we restarted the DC movies, how would we like it to start? And I like this comment a lot. Uh Ryan said, I love Sam's idea of Flash going about time to put the Justice League together and I had one thought to expand on it. You do have reverse flash you have reverse flash be there from the beginning as well and you have reverse flash snatching up villains from the other movies to set up an Injustice League and the DCU is set up around having the JL JL JL1 and JL2 movie being the culmination of Flash's team versus reverse flash's team. Ooh and the first person he grabs is Lex Luthor, and then you have Lex Luthor and Reverse Flash grabbing people throughout That's time. actually kind of terrifying if you think about it. Yup. Mm. Yup. And that's a really good comment. And also, we have a, if you guys don't know, you can listen to this on a multitude of platforms iTunes, Google Play Music, um, uh, iHeartRadio, Stitcher. Yeah. Uh, but also, we love when you guys do five star reviews on iTunes because we can read your reviews live during the show. We have one here from Nat Cat Latata. 
Yeah, whatever. Uh, first time listening to podcasts and really loving this one. Well, thank you so much. She writes, or he, uh, them, uh, I just started listening this weekend and really enjoying it. I have been a fan of the two since the SourceFed days and saw both of them at ECCC this weekend. It's Emerald City Comic Con. Uh, it was a very nice meeting you, Sam, and I saw DJ while working at the convention, and he was heading into the panels I was working at, but didn't say hi because I couldn't remember his name. I'm sorry, DJ. <laughs> but nonetheless, I really enjoyed this podcast as it is the first podcast I've ever invested myself in. Keep it up, boys. I forgive you. It was also, okay, let's talk about, because uh, we're going to talk about uh, Wrinkle in Time today. I'm going to be yeah, talking, yeah. maybe touch on uh, Annihilation. Some new movies, because we'd like to talk about movies. And But uh, just kick it off, let's talk about Emerald City Comic Con. Before we jump into that, let's stop in and say hi to one of our friends real quick. There's a friend here. Now, guys, we have a new sponsor today. It's 4 hymns.com and now actually this is a uh, a health service for the men in our audience so guys i want you to listen up and i want you to listen good because and ladies out there you maybe listen to your for your significant other or family members or something like that this could apply to them as well because a lot of the time when when boys are growing up uh, yeah. when guys we're 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 not really told to really take care of ourselves that well you know yeah. it's kind of like you do a physical once a year at best yes. but when you're when you're hurt you kind of try to self medicate you try to uh, figure it out yourself and sometimes there's stuff that you you can't can't do that for and, yes. and going to the doctor for men sometimes can be uh let's let's say embarrassing because sometimes you kind of feel like ah oh, i have this problem i don't know who to talk to like hair loss or skincare or maybe sexual wellness for hymns is there for you and they can help you out and also you know with stuff like that sometimes we think that's a that's a problem for older people but 66 percent of men lose their hair by age 35 so it's something that you you might already be dealing with and for might be the solution no and, and hair loss starts early guys and like sometimes you might be noticing it you just like don't want to say anything because you might feel embarrassed and that is okay and yes. that's the point of this sponsorship right now because we wanted to make sure that the people in our audience are taking care of themselves and staying healthy and for hims is there for you because hims is able to connect you with real doctors and medical grade solutions to treat hair loss guys if you're if you're feeling a little a little uh, breezy up top you could talk to somebody and uh, actually get ahead of the problem. Yep. Because with four hymns and with you talking to real doctors, you're able to get uh, generic equivalents to name brand prescriptions that can help you keep your hair. And there's no waiting rooms. There's no, uh, you're not going to have an awkward doctor's visit. And you could find the answers, and it's just so easy. And products ship directly to your door. So if that sounds interesting to you, that sounds like something you can use, you can order now. Our listeners can get a trial month of hymns for just $5 today right now while supplies last. See the website for full details. This would cost hundreds if you went to the doctor or a pharmacy. So go to forhims.com slash stupid. That's F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash stupid. And one more time, just so you guys know, don't feel uh, embarrassed or ashamed in any way if you're having hair loss. Forhims can help you out and help you get ahead of the problem. That's forhims.com slash stupid. Good checking in with friends. But yes, we went to Emerald City Comic Con in Seattle. Washington. Yeah, we were there my for... first time going to Seattle. See? Yeah, I didn't know what we were seeing. <laughs> See, but we did a bunch of stuff. We as soon as we landed, we dropped our shit off at our Airbnb and immediately went to um, uh, Outsider Comics and Geek Boutique. Yeah, who are wonderful people. They yeah, hosted, they were lovely. They hosted a signing for DJ's comic. And yeah, theory comes. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> it was great. Uh, uh, it was great meeting you guys. Uh, uh, giving out 
uh, selling some copies of my comic. Uh, if you want to see, we took some pictures there. You can. Uh, it's on Instagram at Only Stupid Answers. Um, it was really cool. I really loved doing the signings. I mean, everyone was so cool. There was a person who came from Montana, That's which is nuts. not as far as I thought from Washington. It's just California brain. Montana seems like it's it's it is Canada. It's yeah. South Canada. Yeah, exactly. Um, but for that, but it was amazing that he drove out. He was going to the con, but he came out early to to meet us uh, and everybody else who came from like Portland or the surrounding area. It was very cool to meet you. You guys gave us a great, uh, some great suggestions for places to go eat and check yeah. out while we were in Seattle. And also everyone we met on the floor who listened to the podcast or knew us from SourceFed or weirdly just it just doesn't really click in my head because it's uh, it's a freelance job I do. But a lot of people uh, watch some of the stuff I do at New Rockstars. And that yeah. was very cool meeting uh, you guys um, and talking with you. And a lot of you guys had some cool cosplay. And we actually are filming or we've not filming. We're done with it. But we uh-huh. filmed an adventure vlog yep. with a lot of the cosplayers and a lot of the people we met at the event. And we're putting it together into an awesome video that will be on our YouTube channel um, very soon. So yeah, I'm very, very excited cool. about that. That was a lot of fun. It was cool to go to a convention that I wasn't working at. Yeah, it's yeah, weird. Yeah. And I got to meet a lot of creators that I admire. Who's um, your favorite? <laughs> of the creators I met. Oh, who's the one you were like a little bit most excited to meet? Uh, I got to meet and talk with uh, Tim Sale mm. uh, a little bit. And he's done stuff like Batman Long Halloween and Superman for All Seasons, which might be one of my favorite Superman stories. Spider-Man Blue. Yeah. That's a very big one. Um, he does a lot of work with Jeff Loeb. Um, so that was really cool. But just a lot of like a lot of cool talented artists i got to go to some panels with some really creative amazing people um and then seeing seattle was really cool it's very cold and rainy yes we had a i had uh, whipped out my one big jacket and yes. i wore that the entire time we were there uh and i uh, i did go to portland after uh yeah. and that was a blast but i by then i was a local basically i could <laughs> handle i could handle the cold what was it like 52 yeah 49 <laughs> Nothing for me. That was easy. Uh, as soon as I came back, though, I became a baby. It rained today, and I couldn't handle it. Um, but it, it was a blast. Like, I, I loved... Uh, we went to Pike's Place, which was really cool. Yeah. And uh, we got to see... I saw them throwing the fish, mm-hmm. and we had tried some coffee, which was really cool. And um, uh, I got to meet Doc Shanner at the convention, which was amazing. Yes. And he knew, he knew me, and I was no. like, why, why, why do you know him? Why yeah. do you know me? I yeah. know. I know you. You're not supposed to. It's not supposed exactly. to go this He's way. He's so talented. And um, uh, we. I talked to Mitch Gerards, who did uh, Mr. Miracle, Mr. Miracle and Sheriff of Babylon. A lot of Tom King books. Little yeah. Batman sometimes. Yeah. He's very, very talented. I got uh, some commission work. Someone did a drawing of my dog Dwight. Yeah, uh, they cute. did. It was like twenty bucks. They did it in five minutes, and it's so cool. Yeah. And I, it was. I'm so glad. It's the coolest part of the convention for me was just walking around Artist Alley, like we did the main floor. Yeah. But I just kept wanting to go back to Artist Alley because you, even if you looked at some of the art, you would just come back around again and you could like talk with the artist yeah. and buy something. It was just so cool. It was such a great experience. So hopefully we get to do more of those this year. We can go meet more of you. Uh, if you got a con that you're very excited about going to, let us know. Maybe we can figure out something. Yeah, yeah. we're yeah we're excited to try and do more conventions, more meet and greets and stuff like that. Uh, speaking of comic book stuff, if you go to ChaosTheoryComic.com, hey. uh, this episode drops on Monday, right? Yes. So uh, Monday afternoon. Uh, I'm going to be dropping a new look at um, my comic book, Chaos Theory, uh, that's exclusive to, uh, or at least early access to, the people on that newsletter. Um, so don't miss out on that, chaostheorycomic.com. You can sign up for the newsletter, and things are going to be ramping up soon. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. I've heard some of the whispers. Yeah, so things, yeah, things are going to start ramping up really soon. So stay tuned for all of that. I'm really this one's a bigger and bolder, and so I'm hoping you guys are excited for it because I'm excited to share it with you. Yeah, and follow me on Twitter, and I'll I'll leak everything. No, I'll be the, the deep throat. 
That's a thing yeah. I learned this mm-hmm. week. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Here you go, Sam learned how to deep throw. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, also, guys, <laughs> weird transition from there, but yeah. we're actually going to try out a new segment at the end of the show. Hey. Uh, well, I'm just going to tease a little bit. Here's the title of it. Just the tips. Yep. That's why I thought of that. Uh, and it's, it's very fun. It's not as it's not what you think, so make sure you stay Unless for the end of the episode. Unless it is what you think. Maybe. We don't know what you're thinking. Could be. Yeah. Uh, but uh, make sure you stay for the end of the episode for that. But let's talk about what we're into this week. Yes. Uh, there's a, there's a, some, we've been off for a week. We uh, posted a, a canned episode that we had over the weekend. So yeah. what is DJ Woldridge, the tallest man in this room, <laughs> what is he into Accuracy. this week? Yeah. Uh, Voltron. I've just watched when we were at Nerd City. They, they announced yeah, it. They, yeah, it was cool. They announced season five. Um, and and the sh- seasons are so short now because they've broken up their seasons into two six episode, six to seven episode chunks. I don't know if I like that. It's, it's I... It, things move so quickly. It, instead of it feeling like it br- they broke seasons in half, which is my understanding of the situations, it feels like they just crammed two, a whole season's worth of plot into half the episodes. Mm. Uh, this season might be... It's definitely my favorite since the new format. It might be my favorite season. But what about the mall episode? They have, they have a bit that is... It feels like a spiritual sequel to the mall episode cool. that is amazing. It's it's my favorite joke. For some reason, I feel like the action is always amazing, but the action in these episodes is incredible. But the humor in these episodes, I think, is some of the best they've done. Mm-hmm. And there there is a there's a running gag in one of the episodes that reminded me a lot of the mall episode, and it is hilarious. It is great. Um, but this episode focuses a lot on Lotor, which I thought was good because we introduced him in season three, but we haven't really haven't really cracked him yet. Mm-hmm. The season dives more into him. Um, uh, we start there are a lot of big payoffs, a lot of like a lot of more movement on on Pidge trying to find her dad, uh, a, a lot more movement on figuring out what's going on with Shiro. Um, oh yeah, yeah. it's a big mystery. Yeah, so the, we get a little bit more into that. And, are, you, and, are you done with it? Did you? Yeah, I finished the whole the whole new season. Well, because mm-hmm. it's only six episodes. Like I, I and got, barely twenty minutes. Yeah, yeah, so I got to episode four yesterday. I'm like, well, I might as well just wrap it up you know what i mean i might as well just figure it out i knew i was going to talk about it today so i uh might as well see it all but Mm -hmm. um uh, a lot more with uh lotor a lot more diving into allura which is cool um yeah digging into lance a little bit more which is rad also kind of expand his character a little bit this season really shakes up the show remember at the end of season two we were like oh what happens now there's there's a big moment this season um fairly early on in the season where it's like oh where do what, what do we do yeah what now what's yeah. gonna happen now you know what i mean uh so that's really rad my only nitpicks uh keith gets sidelined a little bit and he's my favorite mm-hmm. so that that was he gets a big moment but he's not we don't focus on him as much which is fine because they focus on him a lot in the last few seasons yeah he gets a yeah. lot he's a star yeah and then um yeah. The last episode is titled White Lion, and it did not mean what I thought it meant. Spoilers. So I was a little bummed. I thought they were going to do, introduce a new Voltron line, and they don't. Yeah, so just so don't get your hopes up. It turns into a nice shirt yeah. that Voltron puts on. Yeah. Um, well, that does sound cool. I watched the first episode this morning before yeah. I came over to record because it's so short, and it, and it was over quicker than I anticipated yeah. it was still good and like I'm, I'm excited to watch the rest of it we just got to work our way through jessica jones which we're going to be doing yeah. if you're listening to this on monday we did a live stream over the weekend and you missed it and next episode we're going to be breaking down the whole season yes and yeah. that'll be a that'll be a blast um i wanted to talk about uh annihilation in a second because i didn't have a chance to see it I know oh, you cool. saw it. Yep. but um i did want to talk about a comic that uh it, it's uh more adult but in but if you guys are looking for something comedic to read 
Uh, I wanted to talk about Sex Criminals. It's written by um, Matt Fraction, and it's the arts by Chip Zardowski. He's Zardowski, writing, yeah. yeah, he's writing uh, Marvel Two in One right now, and he's doing a really good job. I really yeah. like I like his writing style. But the premise is I'm gonna be a little crass, but mm-hmm. basically, there it, it stars a woman that whenever she orgasms, time stops for a, a certain amount of time. Yeah, and uh, for a while she doesn't know what this means because uh, it, it's a really cool um, look at how sex is talked about in like modern day like even it's still like kind of archaic the way we talk about things and like how it, it's taboo yeah and it, and there's a very fun comedic take that's not totally sexual humor even though there is a lot and it's very it's very funny like yeah um but she ends up uh meeting somebody a guy who can also do the same thing as her that whenever he orgasms time stops and they can they can like interact with each other in this like space that doesn't the, the where time is frozen and it's really interesting and it's if uh it's a good uh, palate cleanser when you need like when you read so many like I mean like me I read too many comics sometimes yeah. but it's like it's a good like refresher where it's like this medium can do a lot more and yep. uh, and if you guys like dirty humor like that like I've talked about my dad wrote a porno before it this is like a comic version of that yeah They're, one of the my favorite uh, one of my favorite jokes is um, both of them freeze time and they go into an adult store and they start throw like they start throwing stuff at each other as like a joke and they start throwing uh, parody movies uh, DVDs of uh, popular movies but as pornos yeah and oh my god they were so the jokes are so funny the best uh i don't know i don't even want to spoil it go go read it because it's uh i'll tell you after okay we already have that mature rating on our podcast (laughs) i'm like i don't even i don't need to validate that by saying what it is but remind me later it's a very good joke and if that's not a good sell go go check it out matt fraction also wrote uh the best hawkeye comic period like yeah. I, I haven't read the most recent one where it's kate bishop and i've heard that's gotten a lot of praise but his is kate and clint working together and it's so good yeah it's such it's such Matt a good story a pro man he's, he's really he's, talented he's the funniest and i love the way he it's the subtle it's the subtle humor that really gets a, like he nails like in the hawkeye run everyone keeps calling him hot guy mm-hmm. and it's it not hot guy hawk guy yeah. and it's like he's like no it's hawkeye it's like yeah. this little joke that's always running and um the way he writes characters in the hawkeye book like when they're gangsters they always say bro after every word and at first it's annoying yeah. but you realize that's it's not that they're saying bro it's that that's what they sound like it's mm-hmm. that they they're talking that way which yeah. is amazing anyways that's what i wanted to talk about for uh, as a recommendation but let's talk about annihilation it's natalie portman um, yeah. we did a review for this on our youtube channel and you took it you took yep. the reins youtube.com slash only stupid answers uh, and you can go check that out and write your thoughts in the movie but let's uh, i want i finally saw it and um because uh, it's been crazy busy with and now you want to get included uh, in the conversation just about a little bit. i see how it before is before we get into wrinkle on time we don't have to get into too much spoilers maybe a little bit just yeah. to kind of speculate it's been out for a few weeks now and uh, i think it's worth talking about yeah what, 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 how would you briefly describe this movie to somebody oh geez um so natalie portman plays a scientist a soldier turned scientist whose husband was on a secret mission and comes back a little messed up in the head and so when she uh tries to figure out what's going on with him uh she finds out that there's a section of the florida coast that has been roped off uh because of some sort of like weird alien uh event 
mm-hmm. um, that's affecting the surrounding area called the Shimmer. And so she goes in with a team of other women scientists to figure out what's happening, even though no other teams have come back. And so it's uh, they're, them finding No out. other tech, any kind of yeah. exploratory thing has never come back. The only it. thing that's come back is her husband, and he doesn't seem right. Yeah. So so that's why she goes in, and uh, uh, things are a little messed up in there. Mm-hmm. I've got to see it, and it, it's got a high rating on Rotten Tomatoes, like 87%. Good, that seems like about that. right. Um, but I think maybe audiences might be having more trouble with it. Yeah. Um, and I, there was some controversy before it came out because the char- the main character, uh, I believe, is uh, Asian descent well, uh, in, yeah. the, in the book. They or don't it's... reveal that until book two. I read into that. They don't reveal that until book two. Uh. And he'd already started production on the movie while book, <clears throat> when book two came out. And in oh. book one, they don't mention the character's ethnicity. And they've, and they've Natalie Portman and the director have come forward and they're like, we're sorry, we, we're sorry but yeah. like, it, it or the train had already left the station. Like, yeah. it's already going. So it's like it's a bummer. But the, and also Natalie Portman's great in it. Like I, I totally I get that complaint. But but she's really good in the role. And I forgot after watching like the Thor movies and when she's in there, I'm like she. You know, you've praised her in those that she's like the best one. There, yes, but she's not. It's not her, her best all. work. Yeah. It's not her best work, and I, I just forget sometimes of how good she is, and especially her with Oscar Isaac. They have yeah. such. They have such a genuine. Um, uh, chemistry that I really like watching that on screen and her the way she interacts with the rest of the, her cast like Tessa Thompson Gina Rodriguez like yeah. there's some really talented uh, people in this and the movie deserves a, a lot of praise from the acting standpoint that direction the visuals of the movie are really beautiful uh, but it's very sci-fi heavy yeah um, it, it's inter- it occupies an interesting space because I know a lot of like the film nerds I follow are like oh he's just straight up racing tar- ripping off Tarkovsky uh, who did stuff like Solaris and Stalker um, and apparently tonally well yeah most people most general audiences don't and and then general audiences are like oh it's too confusing so it's like so it occupies this weird space of like it's not film nerdy enough for the film nerds but it's not basic enough for like general audiences yeah and, and I know Paramount before it came out there was a thing that leaked that said that they were worried um, that people would be too dumb to understand it. I'm, I'm saying, I'm paraphrasing, but yeah. it was that they were worried that people weren't going to get it. And uh, there, and it, you can tell because there's definitely scenes that a studio notes where they're like, "Hey, have a scene explaining what just happened, mm-hmm. so that people know what just happened." Except for there are scenes when they don't, and like, yeah. and and that's, and I'm proud of them for doing that. And also, regardless of my heated opinions on mother mm-hmm. um and, and uh whatever paramount's taking these really cool risky movies and producing yeah. them and what uh, opinions still have uh, it, it, this does not change my opinion on mother that i don't enjoy and i don't yeah. think i don't think it's a good film it's awesome that they took a risk like that yeah. i think that's i think that's a very bold thing and this is a the, annihilation's a big risk and it's yeah. it's a very heady movie and it gets people talking and that's why yeah. I, that's why i want to bring it up because it is i, I was kind of worried about it. i thought it was going to be uh, uh shoot for the stars and you just you actually With just it. pancake on yeah. a billboard like you don't make it anywhere you don't even yeah. need but like it does like it, it, it's very it's very cool it makes me want to read it and i know that the book is going to be Super way different, different yeah. which it, it it's a bummer and also cool that they were able to do that. Yeah. Um, but I, I, there's a, there's this really uh, middle of the road like storyline there where it, these whatever's happening in the shimmer is both terrifying and beautiful at the same time, yep. and that nature is that in nature yes. is this is the scary um unknown that where you can appreciate it from afar but when you get up close it might be ugly like it's yeah. and also there might be some like connections to um uh, the way we look at cancer or the way cancer like the yeah, I didn't quite know they, they, they touch on cancer a couple times in the movie and I didn't I, I wasn't maybe if I'd seen it a second time I would have been able to put those pieces together I wasn't quite sure how they 
how that connected to well a lot of what happened is, is described via the the trailer and yeah. uh, and later in the movie so i'm going to be i'm going to be kind of aloof with this description that the shimmer can uh alters the genetics of some things it can yeah. it can create new things or alter them and make them worse it's like yeah. it's basically it's a it's a uh, lottery you yeah. don't know what's going to happen that is kind of how sometimes cancer works like yeah. it depends on what it is and i'm not a doctor so i'm not an oncologist so i don't know exactly but the way the shimmer was reacting it seemed like a positive way or, or more a higher level of what cancer does of mm. like basically if cancer wasn't just a thing inside the being it took over how the being actually developed and like moved forward that like like the flowers for example there's yeah. in the movie you see that one species of flowers may blooming in like a multitude of different ways which flowers don't do but yeah. that's how cancer behaves and there's a um, there's actually if you have seen the movie i recommend that there's someone who commented actually let me get make sure i have um his information. Someone commented on your review on the Only Stupid Answers channel, what? and he has a very fun theory about uh, a specific weapon that is used um, in the movie and how that actually relates to cancer treatment and like uh, what that symbolizes within the movie. It's, it's pretty. It's pretty. It's pretty cool. Are you um, gonna read the comment or? Uh, I can. Let me pull it up really. Let's go quick. into real quick. We're gonna go into spoilers for this movie. If you yeah, we'll do them quick, and like, we'll get into yeah, give us like time. give us like ten minutes maybe. <laughs> uh, if you if you want to uh, skip ahead a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so well, something I really liked about so what we find out is that the shimmer. Um, uh, refracts everything. It's not just refracting light. It refracts genetics. It refracts all that stuff. And so that's why we get the flowers. We get the gator with the rows of teeth coming in. My favorite one, I think the best reveal they did because they didn't feel the need to over explain it was um, the, they, they, yeah, they talk about things mirroring each other and Benedict Wong, we cut back to inner, uh, uh, into the future where Benedict Wong is interrogating her about what's happened. And she mentions like, things reflect uh, or double up or or mirror each other. And he's like, what does that mean? And she doesn't really explain. And then we see these two deer that move exactly the same way. Mm -hmm. And we're like, oh, that's that's what she meant with like a delay. It's like, but they are mirroring each other, which is really cool. The things, the the things as two of the freakiest things I think I've seen in a movie. And this was a really expertly done reveal too. We see video that her husband took, Natalie Portman's husband took, uh, played by Oscar Isaac, of what looks like the guy's organs a guy they cut a guy open his organs look like they're moving like like fish or an eel or something yeah it's a nightmare then later they go to one of the people figures out where they're at and goes to the pool where he was and his whole basically entire fungus has grown out of his body yeah that guy was left there he died or something happened and he yeah. exploded into I've fungal uh, mess but it was beautiful yeah. but terrifying and uh what i did i found the comment okay so it's a little lengthy so let me just uh work my way through it this is from samuel brenton adult man great name i thought this movie was really interesting i came out of it trying to figure out what the hidden thread or, or the overarching point this movie was trying to make on the one end the themes of self-destruction are prevalent throughout the whole movie and the characters mm-hmm. talk about it a lot and i suppose each character can be read as a different way of attempting to deal with our own self-destructive behavior on the other end they're constantly showing us cells mutating and natalie portman's character making the comparison to cancer cells that got me thinking that maybe the whole movie is an analogy for various types of cancer treatments and the uncertainty and 
fear that goes along with all of that. Incoming spoilers is what he's got to say. The phosphorus grenade is what ends up getting rid of, in parentheses, although not entirely, of the shimmer, and the phos- and phosphorus is commonly used in cancer treatments. Maybe the whole dance sequence at the end and somewhat ambiguous ending are meant to signify that experiencing trauma, like cancer, is a transformative experience, and you never qu- and you're never quite sure if the same if you're the same person after uh, after as you were before. You're not quite sure if you're the same person after as you were before. There's also a good symmetry between cancer cells being part of you that has gone rogue and is hurting you, and the mirror entity being made from a part of Natalie Portman's character. Ugh. Uh, you know this movie was confusing in a good way and thought-provoking. Also, surface level, just an enthralling ride, 12 out of 14. Now, also thinking about that, there's a lot of chemistry whenever you looked at the cells, whenever one was breaking off and mutating, yeah. showing that something was happening to her, but also that is it was some of the same imagery you saw when she was looking at the cervical cells uh, in the beginning when she's teaching the class yeah. about cancer, uh, cervical cancer. Um, also, the other freaky thing that, that stuck with me after was the damn bear. The damn bear. The yeah, goddamn the, bear. The yeah, bear. The, bear, the, and bear you, the, the skull-headed bear that screams like a woman. And you, you thought it was a little heavy-handed when they had to explain that, like, taking the actual string, a scream from, like, the psychic imprint of a scream at the yeah, we last knew, moment. I don't know why you, like, I knew what had happened. Because we, we at that point, we'd already established that things are refre- reflecting and refracting and mixing. And so when it ha- when they think it's her and then it's the bear, it's like, oh, shit, when it was murdering her, it got her scream. And then literally right after, they're like, you know, when it murdered her, it must have gotten her scream. It's like, I, yeah, duh. Actually, there was a really interesting uh, article. Let me see if I can pull this up uh, really fast. But I think what I had taken from it was that it had learned how to just copy it. I didn't think uh, it had taken it. I yeah. didn't think that had happened. But I did. I actually appreciated them just bring just bringing the idea up mm-hmm. that it was. It didn't just consume her. It consumed like part of her, and that the cells of both beings are so volatile yeah. uh, and. Uh, uh, random yeah. that they merged and made something new. Yeah. And I wanted to, uh, I wanted to pull up this article, but uh, wait, vamp for me. Oh, yeah. So yeah. So um, the another interesting thing that happens in the movie is so what he was referring to in the comment is a piece of Natalie Portman is absorbed by this entity, and I like they they established that like it wasn't attacking them; it was just creating. And they don't really know what it was just it was just goofing with biology. Um, but uh, there's this sequence that I I can only describe as a dance where it's mirroring her and she's trying to escape, and that leads to her destroying it with a phosphorus grenade. Um, and I found that it, it's interesting because the the entity looks like looks like something from like Lawnmower Man. Like it looks like 90 CG, but it, it feels really intentional. It yeah. looks, but it does look good. It, yeah. it looks like a person in a suit. But it is mirroring her. It's yeah. trying to do exactly what she does. And it only attacked her because she attacked it. Like yeah. it was it's just something she has to live with, which is And terrifying. I take away so the the and the other my only real other nitpick is at the end like she confronts Oscar Isaac, who she now believes is not her real husband, it's a, it's a mirror thing like that was, and she asks him if like you're not. She's basically like you're not my husband, are you? And he's like, I don't think so. And he asks her if she's who she thinks she is, and she doesn't respond. And they hug, and we see the shimmer in his eyes, and then we cut to her, and it's like, it you see the shimmer in her eyes too, and it just felt like a very. It's like oh, it's supposed to be a. Oh, ending but it's like yeah like sci-fi tv sci-fi movies in this way like come on man but like, I, I i but i actually like the the comment from the adult man yeah you know, that we got i like the idea that it's it's that you are changed permanently also yeah, but i think you could have kept that with just her not responding i think you could have left that a little more 
ambiguous. You could yeah. have. And like, because you knew he wasn't him. Like he's, yeah. you, you got that very definitively. Yeah. Also in the book, spoilers for the book, it yeah. was uh, it revealed that during, when they're on the river, the book's way different and the memory loss yeah. that they have of the loss of time actually is explained why no. that why they don't know what's happening and it's from, spoilers, from someone in the group doing it to them. It, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, I, yeah I remember that. But also, the Oscar Isaac doesn't, Oscar Isaac does not die. He gets transformed into something else. Yeah. A dolphin, specifically, that has, and it still has his eyes and that mm. in the middle of the river, a do- like a river dolphin goes by and Natalie Portman's character sees um, the dolphin and like knows that it's him. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm fine with him blowing yeah. himself up. And yeah. so, not that there isn't some kind of like beauty to that. It's just like, Let's leave it at there. But uh, Alex Garland, the director of the movie, and also the one who adapted it and changed the, the story. He also directed Ex Machina, and now there's reports that he's actually the one that directed Dread. Which is kind of cool. Yeah. Um, but he's just a very, very talented director. Yeah. Regardless of how, your opinion on like the movie's outcome, he does a very good job of like working with his actors and yes. creating a cool world. When they did the CG creation of the bear, this is what I was looking up, they actually merged a human skull and a bear skull. Oh, and cool. what this is what he meant to do was they couldn't scan like a living human skull. They just kind of like did their best with like eyes and whatnot but like basically her biology more of her biology actually merged with the bear than what you think yeah like it actually started to look like her or whatever other people that it's attacked yeah it started taking on like attributes of them what a nightmare yep yeah yeah and he uh one of the original ideas he said was like maybe making a giant water bear and like Mm -hmm. trying to make that scary but they're like no no no. we'll just do a normal bear and we'll just make it terrifying yeah it's like yeah you nailed it yeah they did a good job with all that i think some of those the creature designs i thought the flower people were really good um that was a that was a fun reveal and all and it it would that was the most uh uh, ex- like explaining you got for something but yeah. I liked how they talked about it. it was like not that I thought people had turned into those it's like no the plants got the same uh, setup of turning into those which I liked but then Tessa Thompson turns into one of them did she yeah I, that it's was ambiguous what, I don't really I don't really like the way they u- utilize Tessa Thompson mostly because they didn't really mm-hmm. and then I didn't like her She's like barely there, and then she's like, bye, and she walks away, and it's like she's gone now. I was like, oh, well, okay. I did like the idea that some people, uh, it, it, it when you come back to the cancer analogy, some people accept it, yeah. go along with it, and some people fight it more than anything. Some people want to understand it, and it's like there there are different takes on it, and if you look yeah. at it from there, she could have been used more, of course, yeah. but she I liked her performance, and yes. I, and I and she did, a, uh, I mean, she did a great job of saying the same, saying the same thing, and Gina Rodriguez did a really good job, but um, overall, I think this movie deserves more multiple rewatches to kind of like break it down even more yeah, i think it's a, i'm glad a lot movies of like this are getting made. It. Yeah, yeah it's it's really well crafted um i think the the acting is really solid uh i think the the tone and the vibe i think the music's really good um like you said it's just a lot of care and attention to detail went into it and and i i'm i'm i like seeing movies like this get made before we go any further, let's talk a little bit about our pals at Bombfell. Bombfell is an easier way for men to get better clothes. Sam, I don't like getting nice clothes because going to the store scares me and it's confusing. But with Bombfell, all you have to do is fill out a simple questionnaire and then you are matched one-on-one with a dedicated personal stylist. What? They never charge above retail price. They offer free shipping and returns, convenient home try-on, and the ability to preview and edit your stylist picks before the order ships now we've used bombfell before we actually got some pretty cool options now when we used it we we signed up online we we picked out a couple we, we said like the kind of styles that we liked right yes. uh we were kind of and we said some of the stuff we were looking for i was looking for jeans i was looking for like a nice button up for going out to dinner i want yeah. to impress people and exactly. then they, and they sent me some options and at first i was like oh, i'm feeling this but then i sent some feedback back to the stylist and they gave me a new set of options i was like ooh. 
that's perfect. Yeah. And they sent them over and we got to try them on. Yeah, exactly. I got a dope, uh, an amazing shirt that I still love. It's one of my favorite shirts now and an awesome pair of jeans uh, that makes me feel uh, styling, makes me feel special. And also, it's important to point out, this, this is for men specifically. However... Once again, ladies out there, if that for that special someone in your life or a family member, this might be a great gift for them. No, if you sign up for them and you're like, "Hey, I'm going to help you out. I'm going to I'm about to step up your game." Yeah. Uh, also, they'll send you the clothes and you have 7 days to tell like to try them on and tell them tell them how you uh, feel about yeah. them and you could send them back, which is amazing. And right now they're doing the keep more, get more in each shipment. The more you keep, the more you save. If you keep 4 items, you get 20% off. If you keep 3 items more, you get 15% off. If you keep 2, you get 10% off. So if this sounds amazing to you, go to bombfill.com slash stupid. We were able to d- discuss with them and come up with a special deal for our listeners. You get $25 off your first purchase Whoa. by going to bombfell.com slash stupid. That's B-O-M-B-F-E-L-L dot com slash stupid. Bombfell, open and close. All right, guys, let's start talking about A Wrinkle in Time, a movie that I was anticipating a lot, and I think a lot of people thought more people would be anticipating, but then it started getting some not-so-great reviews and realizing that a lot of um, younger audiences that were actually this was aimed for uh, didn't seem very interested in the movie, which is... Uh, a bummer uh, yeah. b- before seeing it but now we've seen it and we have thoughts yeah i think it. uh isn't isn't black panther still dominating the box office i think this it weekend? just passed a billion dollars but uh, like today it's still number is it still number one this yes. weekend i wow. want to go see it again yeah <laughs> but hey that's two disney movies so yeah disney's Dis- doing fine there'll be more of them there'll be more. In, in the future now once they own fox um but um yeah it was interesting i i was not anticipating this movie the trailers never really grabbed me um, I don't remember the book that well. However, when I saw the movie, I enjoyed it for the most part. Hmm. Okay. I, okay, so I keep towing the line because I wanted to like it so much. That's kind of stuck in my head that I fair. wanted that's that fair. I wanted to. Um, because I I didn't read I never read the book. I don't know what it was about. That's why it was so exciting. You're illiterate. Uh, yeah. That's why I read the comics and I just have someone sit next to me and read out the dialogue yeah. out loud. Well, actually, there's an app on Google where you can kind of like just take a picture of the words and you just highlight them and then it reads out loud. How do you read comics so fast? But if you do that, oh, the digital ones they help. You just click <laughs> okay. on the word and it talks. Anyways, but no, I just I've never read the book, so yeah. I um. I was going in excited to learn this new story for the first time, and I thought that I think it's beneficial when you go into a movie that's an adaptation from a novel or somewhere else to just go in and try to experience what they the, the creators made behind the movie and not yeah. the adaptation because you're going to be disappointed nine times out of ten. Like, yeah. very To Kill a Mockingbird is the only book I've ever, a book to movie that I've ever heard people being totally okay with. Yeah. Where they actually, they, they encapsulate all the feelings and the thoughts from that book and every character is portrayed the way they want. Uh, I've heard the prestige might actually be better than the book. Um, and I like Where the Wild Things Are. Personally, uh, I know but there's it's, been a, it's a stretch, though, from what the, well, what the book is. Because again, like he with where the wild things are, you know, he took he took that story and made it personal to himself, and, yeah. and I think that's a good way to do adapt, adaptations. That's actually one of the reasons I really like the Evil Dead remake mm-hmm. is they took the basic premise, and you can tell the director made it something very personal to him. Yeah, uh, and and I think that's what, if you can, that's what makes it feel new and fresh. Uh, this is a tangent. Yeah, yeah, and but if, this movie, you yeah, definitely. But yeah. I know, but I, what I'm, uh, or sorry, what we're talking about. But yeah. uh, but I'm saying is that I I don't think 
going and reading a book before the adaptation comes out yeah. is going to make you enjoy the movie more. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to actually ruin the book and the movie for you. So no. at least it's always has for me like a series of unfortunate events. The movie was like, this was a disappointment or I'm sure Harry Potter fans are disappointed, whatever. Uh, so I went in this pretty blind and I did not really have a great time. There were moments that I enjoyed and I, th- there's some beautiful visuals and the acting's great. And uh, some of the direction for the most part is really good. Like yeah. a lot of the world building they do it's okay actually I was going to say it was really good but actually sometimes it's not yeah it's um, interesting because I remember when I was watching the trailers I was like you know if this this is fine but once they go into the really big stuff like this will be really cool and then watching the movie it's like oh no this was everything's in the trailer like all the there's not another hidden weird world that you're not seeing or something uh, because I think the ones that stick the most with me um, growing up were stuff like Never Ending Story. I talked about this in the review. You did, uh, but I'm also make sure you check you, that out. It's yeah, over on our YouTube channel. Uh, where you have like weird creatures and worlds and all that's the stuff that that's even when growing older with like Lord of the Rings, like the idea that like there's a whole world of possibilities. Star Wars, you know what I mean? There's a sense, the early Star Wars movies, there's a sense that like there's all these unseen corners that like you, where your imagination can run wild and everything in this movie when it comes to the supernatural stuff is kind of barren, which is a little bit disappointing. But the the you mentioned the actors are really good and their interactions are really good the character moments i think are really good and i think the message of the movie is really positive and that and i think that's the one really challenging thing about talking about this movie is the goals and the message of the movie are so positive and so needed right now that it's a bummer that you don't enjoy the movie more. It's it, are, you, are you saying you as me or I think you the as, universal? You like that people aren't enjoying it more because the I think that's maybe part of the feeling people people are having because I think what this movie's talking about is needed right now. You know what I mean? Um, and and it's cool to see uh, see this cast working together on this story. Um, and, and from what I understand, I went back and looked at a, looked at some of the stuff in the book. It's actually pretty close to the book, so I don't know if maybe some of the challenges this movie faced is that that if you just literally translate what's in the book, it's not as cinematic. It's not, and you know? there's a lot of a, it's weird. There's a lot of world building in terms of just like verbiage, like yeah. stuff that happens. And sometimes in movies, it really works really well when you have time to kind of like sit in it. But because this movie is like they're trying to fit. I'm guessing the whole first book into two hours. I think it was even a little less than two hours. Yeah. They're, they, they're like, it's like a bullet. Like, it's no. not like a train. It's so fast, like going through all these different worlds. You don't have any time to like really sit in anything. There's like, there's small character moments like with Zach Galifianakis and um, Storm Reed. Their yeah. character, I'm sorry. There's sometimes characters I'm not going to, Megan, happy medium. Yeah. When they're talking, uh, that, that's really good, and like sometimes when Oprah's just there, it's nice. It's like yeah. it's cool to see Oprah, and she's she's that, got such a tremendous presence. Yes, and and you they play into that and make her enormous. Like yeah. that's, the, that's the whole thing. She in this movie, she's she's great, but I'm I, I don't have any time to connect with anything happening besides part of the mesh, message about basically who you are is and is is good. Yeah. Who you are is good, and because deep down maybe you're not like an like a a, a shining beacon of happiness all the time doesn't mean you're a bad person it means that like the faults that we all have makes make us special as long as we try to be good people yeah don't give into your negative self uh, i will get into more spoilers i like the way they I, an issue i have with this movie and i don't think i did a very good job uh describing in my review is that everything like there's not like 
there was an interview with one of the Pixar heads. I can't remember what they talked about, who it was, but they talked about, you know, you give your audience two plus two and let them come up with four. Mm-hmm. Like everything in this movie is just four. Like mm-hmm. the happy medium is the literal personification of balance. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, everything is like the it, the evil is negative feelings personified. Mm-hmm. And there's not a lot of like discovery, like, Oh, this represents this. It's like, no, it's name is that like, mm-hmm. it's, you know what I mean? I, I don't, I, again, I don't think I'm doing a good job explaining how literal everything is. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that leaves you left me a little bit cold. Cause there's not a sense of discovery mm-hmm. of, uh, but, but I do like, there's a scene that where they depict the effect the darkness has on people that is very personal. And, and a lot of times when you, when you literally, personify evil mm. super abstract like yeah. why you want to stop them this does a good job of grounding it into day-to-day little pettiness that people have yeah and i did like that the uh and try not to I, I liked how the villain what it turned out to actually be what this the, the it this negative force yeah what it actually was deep down and i it, it, when it does boil down to like small moments where like it it, it grows negativity in yeah. day-to-day life and that's where it comes from but i did want to read actually review from maggie whitmer in our comments uh she, she's watching live she's a big supporter of us uh i thought it, it was visually stunning the actors did all did a phenomenal job i think my favorite part were the costumes and the makeup for the misses the misses costumes were amazing the the visuals of this movie when it comes to that were, were really cool uh and also uh salma uh is hawk i apologize if i said your last name incorrectly but they said uh i love the fact that ava duvernay said um she swung for the fences and if it didn't work out it uh if it didn't work out uh, she doesn't regret it. I love that kind of filmmaker, and that is very cool. Also, Maggie wrote, the monologue about the it made me tear up, and I really enjoyed the message behind the movie, which I, I do... Yeah, I agree with that a lot. Uh, I, I And I do like that, and I think that the, the problem I have with it mm-hmm. is that it's for a younger audience, and we've gotten a little used to it. It's kind of a similar thing. I kind of have a problem with um, Illumination animation movies, which are like... Um, have you seen the new Grinch thing i didn't even watch the trailer i just saw stills from the new the illumination oh, yeah, yeah they're animating it looks great it i looks don't know really if the cute. movie looks good but the animation looks amazing yeah it's like uh it's the minions in the despicable yeah. me and yeah. secret life of pets that kind of stuff the, the humor isn't for it, it there's no uh nuance to it it's not made for an older audience it also works for a younger audience so it gets a bigger audience yeah it's just for kids yeah. and this movie is just for a specific audience it feels like and it while it felt advertised for Everybody, it wasn't, and that's why I think I feel let I let down. I guess is the best way I can put it. The movie, though, it, it just it, it might just not be for me. And yeah, I mean that's true of a lot of movies. Like Mother, just wasn't for you. You know what I mean? Uh, Mother, no, no, I, Mother <laughs> yeah. was actually not. Mother was significantly more challenging than A Wrinkle of Time is. Uh, so that's that movie's not is not for a lot of people. But this this it's it's interesting because it does felt like. Uh, for younger audience but i don't know if it ever again it doesn't have that like whimsy or or wonder that i think younger audiences could connect to i think it needed more scenes um like this is in the trailers like with the leaf lady Mm -hmm. more of that yeah for for if i was younger for me to be like oh cool because you want to make worlds that you want to visit like Mm -hmm. that's that that was that's like almost 75 to 80 percent of the sell for me for stuff like moana mm-hmm. is i want to go there yeah you know it was another uh uh coco i want to go there i want that to be a ride i want that to be a place that i can go to this this one was like oh look at these worlds like man you can keep that yeah i don't need to i don't need to visit that yeah and but also i know this movie means more outside of just a review of how the 
movie turned out for an audience. It means a lot for like the cast and culturally what it means to have a young black girl who like has her curls. And they even bring that up in the movie yeah. of like what she's embarrassed by who she is and how that don't be be cel- celebrate who you are and yeah. be proud of who you are. And that message does come across. And I, I just want to make sure that I make it clear that I understand that I think they did a good, did a good job with that. Yes. There is just the nuts and bolts of how this machine got put together that aren't great it says it like some stuff just doesn't make any sense i i kind of want to move into spoilers if that's cool. yeah before we jump into spoilers let's do uh one last dip into the sponsor pool <laughs> yeah <laughs> let's say hi to some friends our new friends Ooh. over at true religion because do you guys have a hard time finding the perfect fitting jeans that are also comfortable because i it's impossible i was gonna say how did you know it's impossible Possible. Yeah. I have like three pairs. Three pairs, if I'm lucky. I have like two pairs of jeans that I just pray stay together. Exactly. Let me tell you a little bit about true religion. But why true religion, you may ask. You're sitting there, you're listening to us, you're like, why are you talking about true religion? Because true religion just sent us the best dang pair of jeans. Yes. I own. I've ever owned. I'm going to be honest. Super I brought them on our trip to Emerald City Comic Con. Yeah, man. Not only did you look good, you were feeling good I, too. I mean, you I don't know, know how you could tell when you looked at me, but I, I, was, I, had, a, I had a swing in my step. I, I had a I had a little hop skip. I was feeling good. True Religion believes that no matter your body type or your style, there's a true fit for you. There's the Jenny, the Haley, the Billy, skinny, high-rise, boot-cut, straight and retro-inspired, wide leg. There's something for everybody. And they don't offer just jeans. They got so much. They got t-shirts, dresses, jackets, and the fit is their focus. I gotta point this out because they're the most comfortable and, I'm gonna be honest, flattering jeans. I've been going through a long phase of skinny jeans. It's good to get a nice, relaxed fit. I'm like, oh... I can do what are all these activities That's I wasn't why, able to do is before. That's why you wouldn't stop doing the splits. I kept doing this. Wait, are you going to come up the escalator? I'm doing splits. Excuse me. Are you ready to get the perfect fitting, most comfortable, most flattering pair of jeans that you have ever owned? Right now, True Religion is giving our listeners 20% off your entire purchase when you use our code STUPID, stupid. at checkout. So do what we did and go to True Religion.com and enter our code STUPID, stupid. for 20% off. Your entire order. Don't be dumb. Get good jeans. Back to the show. All right, let's give a quick rating when we go into spoilers. Uh, I did want to point out that Maggie Whitmer said I would give this movie about an A- minus or B plus. so you really enjoyed it. Uh, cool. Very good. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm glad to hear that. Uh, but for, for me, uh, I can't really think of a fun rating right now unless you got we one. Did, we did six. For the three the, misses and yeah, the three kids. kids yeah. Um, and also somebody wrote this like post that was funny. They're like, I really enjoyed the show, but I don't understand grading systems because I think they're from New Zealand and uh, mm. the, it's not in the 10% of how grades work. Like an A is in yeah. the 90s, B in the 80s season the 70s theirs is like more spread out and yeah. I'm like it, actually theirs makes a little bit more sense mm. um, but for us I'd probably give it a um, I don't I don't want to be mean to the movie that's I'm not trying to be but I think it's like a C minus like I don't for you yeah for, for me, me it's yeah. like a C C plus B minus which I think we determined was like a five, like a 4.5 maybe yeah mine's like a three point something yeah 3.9 yeah like, that. like I give it I give it a C minus because I did enjoy it I did like I, I did like some of the ideas, the performances, especially the misses and Zach Galifianakis and Chris Pine. Man, Chris Pine is just killing it right now. He's becoming one of my favorite actors in Hollywood. Wait, you described um, it in like the pool, the pool of the pool of white boy Chris's. Yes. Yeah, yeah, because it's like out. him and and uh, uh, Chris Evans and Chris Hemsworth and Chris, Chris Pratt, Pratt and all those white boy Chris's. He was just in that rabble, and then slowly he's just become like he's just killing it, man. He's 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 gone to another level, uh, and he's so good in this. Uh, 
Um, but Oprah is such a great presence. Mindy Kaling, uh, Reese Witherspoon, Zach Galifianakis, Gugu Mothra, Storm Reed's great. Uh, what the Charles Walls? Like, get to play Charles Walls. He's really good. Mm. Uh, then there's the friend who's just kind of there. He he just fills the love interest role that he's Ooh, supposed I to say. talk about him. He's, he just says nice things about the protagonist and looks pretty. Like that's his whole job. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, uh, Michael Pena's great. He's not in it a lot, but he's great. Uh, that stuff and, and the cool. The the they didn't do a lot of like the whimsical fantasy stuff, but they they invested a lot in the trippy kind of like uh uh psychedelic imagery that I thought was really cool. Uh one of my favorite bits is when she's trying to find a way into a room and the stairs and everything are, are show up as like blueprints and stuff like that. Oh, the really, right. It's like yeah, things are folded I like in. Like that. Yeah. The room that her dad's held in was really visually cool. And then the one time we see her tesser is really magical. So all that stuff made me enjoy the movie, even though I, I wish there was a little bit more I don't know. I wish there was a little bit more of that magic, a little bit more of that like I wish all of the misses had kind of a more supernatural form that all looked different. Maybe Zach Galifianakis looked more supernatural. I feel like that's the stuff that would have stuck with me more if I was a kid. There, and I, maybe if the movie was a little longer, but yeah. it, it, maybe there, there just needed. I felt like there just needed to be a little bit more room to breathe, a little bit more time. Like kind of now moving into spoilers. Like when you, the movie starts out, you meet Mrs. What's it and Mrs. Who, like yeah. right in the beginning, and you're like. What's happening? Because I know they're going to be, you already know from the trailer and based on what they look like, they're going to be um, important later on. Yeah. I didn't think they needed to be there. They got an intro early and you got an idea like, oh, there's something else happening out in the universe like that we don't know about. We're going to be introduced to. Their introduction to me made no sense. I was like, I didn't get what was happening. I didn't understand their importance. I don't know. And I I like the idea of Charles Wallace, like this younger kid, like being in tune with it. That's a really, that's a fun idea. But the way it played out for me, I didn't enjoy. I was just like, what's happening? I don't, I don't know what's happening. And specifically, I kept saying what's happening to the friend that was there. Barely call him a friend. He's not a friend. He was, he literally showed up and he's like, I don't know where I'm going to be here. And in my head, his uh, reasoning for anything is, hmm. Yeah. It's basically like, what are you doing here? Hmm. No. Why are you on this adventure? Hmm. He's good at diplomacy. You're... When did, well, though? They said that. They that's did what say they said. It, But when did it happen? When did good point. The, we, like, when did that... That was never shown. He could have been there for diplomacy maybe near the end when we get to the finale but then it becomes like in, if I, even saying that felt like he's a white knight that's gonna like solve the problem between these two siblings and it's like you don't need that yeah so why is he here like and like i'm sure the book there's more to him and him being to maybe he could be diplomacy between happy medium and them or yeah. maybe he between red and and meg like it doesn't he didn't do anything in the entire movie yeah and while we did get a lot of cool stuff it just it kept rushing through it and i just like and some of the visuals it was such a ballsy thing and i thought i i thought going into this movie i was going to be getting like annihilation but for kids like yeah, not, yeah. not in the fucked up thing yeah. but in the crazy ideas it brought up yeah, but for kids, it's like no. Maybe the universe is bigger than you think. It's bigger and more crazy than you could imagine. While that was shown, there was it almost kind of made it boring that like it, that it was happening. It was yeah. like oh, this is what it is. Yeah, and we don't need to talk about more. It's just that's what it is. Yeah. But I did like the idea that the that the main malignant thing out there is a brain because your own worst enemy is yourself and like yeah. that's the negative things that come out in your life and the way the negative things you can put onto other people are, come from your brain it's yeah. going to it's come from your attitude your personality that's really cool and they and they do a great job of showing uh, her better self like yeah. her like because she's got straight hair the way she perceives the way what, she yeah, perceives yeah. yeah sorry I'm doing air quotes listen yeah those are air quotes uh, of who she the, what, the better version of who she thinks she could yeah. be 
but it's not. And like, yeah. I like that idea that that's the worst enemy. That's the stuff that you can bring up and make your life well, and when not they good. Show, when they show like what the, how the, its effect on people, it's all their like selfishness and greed and pettiness that like and anger and like you said, stuff from the inside, which I think is really interesting. Um, and I liked. Um, you know, I don't know. The happy medium is clearly there to teach her balance, but I don't know if we learn much from that. Um, it was just a sweet. Mo- I think Zach Galifianakis did a really sweet moment with yeah. uh, with Storm Reed. It was just to like really just kind of like it grounded everything for a second. Yeah, and then we move forward. And but like you talked about in your review that like when we went to worlds. They're not worlds. They're places where this one thing lives, and then you move on. Like yeah, even in the flower world, we get the more stuff like the flowers that speak through color. Fun, great, that was really cool. And then we see, we we see a, a brief look at like these giant fuzz botanical fuzzball things that live on another another world. Yeah, uh, which I think is from the book. But it's like have them on the balance world just to make it look like a world where people things live and things are happening. Yeah, but again, budgetary things. The movie's yeah. moving fast. Maybe you don't have time for that kind of stuff. I get it. It just I, I I think my main thing came back to it. It, it didn't f- like you brought up whimsical. It just didn't feel special enough. It yeah. didn't feel like there's a great message in there, and it's almost perfect. It's almost there. It's no. like it's so close, and that's okay. That's okay. That and I, but at the end of the day, it's okay that I didn't. It didn't work totally for me, right? Yeah. Like it because it, it's this is meant to inspire uh, younger generations, specifically like specifically like people of color. It's like don't you don't you can feel okay with who you are. It's yeah. okay where you come from or who you are or what you look like. You can you can live a happy life if you let yourself. Like yeah. and that's beautiful. That's really that's really sweet. It just sometimes the movie gets bogged down with trying to do the bigger things and trying to get this and trying to add these things and this things and this thing and just like sometimes you can balance sometimes you can nail and sometimes you can't yeah I and mean, that's a bummer so the uh, I think that the best way I could say it I would argue you that's yeah no I, I agree with you completely um, and we we would like to know more about what you guys think if you do go see it um, let us know you this episode's going to be it's going to be everywhere on pretty much every listening platform and uh, but you can it's also going to be up on Patreon and you can leave a, a comment there and mm-hmm. we might read it in a following episode mm-hmm. um, and you can follow us on Twitter at only stupid answers yank out the vowels from stupid but really quick. As we're wrapping stuff up, we would like to do a uh, a new. We're trying something new out. Yeah. All right. We called, came up with the idea in, in Emerald City. We're yeah. at Emerald City, uh, and I'm pretty excited for it. It's a new segment. Yeah. What's the title? Just the tips. Just the tips. We just want to give you little life tips that we've picked up and see if they help you guys out. This is one that I got from my wife. Here we go. Um, that she picked up from a friend at, at work. Uh, you know, when you put moisturizer on your hand, same it makes your hand kind of like uh, there's a lot of like residue uh, on your hand, and so it makes you know it's just not it's just not ideal. It makes mm-hmm. your hands kind of greasy. You know what I mean? So instead of putting on the palm of the hand, you put the you put the moisturizer on the back of your hand and start rubbing from the oh. back. I'm doing a visual that Sam's seeing where you rub Wait, the back of the hands the together. Mic. They can see it. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you rub the backs of your hands together. You get the moisturizer in the back where it kind of needs it most and then you move to the front. So there's a little less on the front. Your palms absorb less of the moisturizer, less grease on the palm. That's my tip for this week. Hey, and here's a tip from old Sam. This is actually going to piggyback off of moisturizer, yeah. guys. We don't take care of our skin enough, you know? We got yeah. to take care of your skin. Go invest in a good face moisturizer and take care of yourself. Every, every guy out there wants to look good. Yeah. Do a little bit of that. Just take care of yourself. There it is. There's a little tip. Just the a tips. tip. No more, no less. Yeah. 
Guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode. It was a meaty one. We've been yeah. gone for a while. We need to cover a lot. Thank you to everyone we met at Emerald City Comic Con. Thank you to everyone who listens. And thank you to all of our patrons. You guys uh, make this possible for literally, us. Literally. You literally make this possible. Yeah, you, yeah. Uh, you, uh, you keep it going. And yeah. we appreciate you guys. DJ Plus. Yeah, so you can follow me at DJ Talks Trash, every place that matters. But please, 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 please go to chaostheorycomic.com uh, and follow the newsletter there. This is this is a really big project for me. Uh, and it's only going to happen with the support of you guys. And you guys been so supportive and so amazing uh, and I really appreciate it. Sam, what about you? Uh, at Sam Basher, everywhere that matters, I do uh, MCU recap Easter egg breakdowns over on New Rockstar, so go give those watches. They've been doing well. They did one for Thor The Dark World, which is shockingly not doing as well as the rest. What? what? They don't want to know more about it? There was actually a lot of interesting stuff in that trailer, so I, I recommend checking it out, uh, but I think that is it. We are working on some new projects, which is yeah, always... Yeah, we're we're con- constantly working on new stuff, but this might involve some friends yeah that's about as much as i can say and tease right now so make sure you are uh part of our newsletter at only stupid answers.com go yeah. start your email in there i'm gonna probably start sending out those like every couple weeks i don't want to don't want to flood your inbox i don't exactly. want you getting spam but uh make sure you're part of that so that you can uh, stay up to date follow us on instagram uh facebook twitter only stupid answers you can look it all up also um make sure you rate and review on itunes and write reviews on our patreon post yeah. appreciate it and again if you want to find all that stuff our merch everything and more go to only stupid thank you for joining us this week and we will see you at the same bat time same bat channel bye bye